the best. <laughs> Uh, I like Spanish dip. No porn after nine. Don't tell your friends if you had fun. <laughs> I still have laser guns for sale. Well, I don't know. Susan's son has one of these. If they were injects, fine. <laughs> Whenever I see you, nobody believes me. Hey everybody, how's it going? An experiment called Life here with Alex McKenzie. Uh, this is episode number three. We've got a great guest lined up for you today, and by we, I mean me. Uh, my guest, he uh, is a fellow stand-up comedian. He's been doing it for years. He's done the uh, Edinburgh Comedy Festival in Scotland. He's been, uh, the, what do you do, the Melbourne Comedy Festival in Australia. This man comes all the way from Estonia to be here. Please welcome Mr. Ari Mahdi. So you were saying chewing tobacco puts... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> puts hair on your chest and you usually when people say some funny shit they're like ha 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 but you like you like when i giggled you turned around in your rv and you looked straight at me and you said nah it's true dead serious so okay dead. so t ex explain the theory well the theory hair is growth is about testosterone am i correct uh I'm yeah not a doctor here but am i correct yeah yeah so what happens well, is you're hairy as a motherfucker anyway yeah like compared to me oh my yeah European, I'm, like nothing yeah, I'm grows covered. so i don't know about the tobacco so why chest mm. hair just let me get this two in here hang on yeah you got this and yeah i was telling mackenzie before that he's the first you're like from a movie <laughs> like you're the first guy that lives in an rv that i know right yeah i mean i wasn't when i was a Maybe I knew more. I knew people who like experimented with, like they went on a three-month trip, right? Yeah, but you, yeah. You like moved in and shit. Yeah, you're yeah. The first guy that you're the first guy who I've ever seen has chewing tobacco. Yeah. You're the first guy who's given me a lift in like a proper American car. It was your mom's car, right? Yeah, what yeah. Was the car? 1968 Camaro. I mean, uh, like just yeah. made sound and stuff. Yeah, and I was yeah. Like, man, this guy's out of a movie. <laughs> yeah, and I put your picture like Jason Momo on my Instagram, right? Yeah. And people started asking me questions like, "Who's this fucking guy?" Like you, you. Oh, Oh, yeah. You know, you should, you you know, me and you, you know what we have in common? Yeah. You should be in a movie and I should be in a movie. Yeah. Like, you know, I should be maybe James Bond, you know, like right. the guy who gets his ass kicked maybe in the beginning. I, I could be the villain. No, you're not James Bond. You're like, um, like a romantic. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, like it's a movie about a divorce. Right. But they want to get back together. Right. But then this bitch goes on an island to like relax and think about stuff. Yeah. And then sees you and it's over. Oh, you it's know, over. Yeah. Yeah. The second we lock whole, eyes. You should be that movie, you know? Yeah. And you dance well. Yeah. Uh, you cry <laughs> in the movie at least two times. Oh, yeah. I mean, two I cry times. in the RV twice a day, so usually relatable. once in the morning, Women once at love, night. And you'll get like roles, or, you know, yeah. comedian, uh, like who's a funny, handsome dude. Like, oh, um, uh, uh, Alex McKenzie. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> but like from uh, from movies, like a, a, a funny, not a Paul Rudd, like, but somebody say Paul who, Rudd, who play there's, with Paul uh, Rudd. Well, maybe Paul Rudd is cute. Who, who else know. is the other guy? Who's the guy? Well, next who to does... you, Paul Rudd looks like dog shit. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> what like about if, uh, if you and him are in the screening? Yeah. They have to rewrite the script. They're like, Paul is not gonna get the bitch. Right, right. <laughs> Paul's yeah, gonna nobody's lose gonna this buy fight. this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's gonna be fake. Yeah, too it's fake. Like, it's like Gimlin getting the ring. People are not gonna buy it. Oh, oh, uh, Golem. No, Gimlin. Remember? Gimlin? Was he the uh, dwarf axe man? Oh, I don't know. You remember Lord of the Rings? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The but I don't remember it very remember good. Remember the Matt, biggest franchise, know. Alex McKenzie? Did yeah. Did you, did you guys get it here? <laughs> yeah. Or we... were you shooting a, a Hawaii Five-O episode? Yeah. Know. No. Yeah. We were too busy. We were too busy watching some guy rock movie. The Rock and Kevin Hart. Those two get together. It's over. Yeah. 
Yeah, you could. Uh, yeah, you could be in like a Netflix romantic comedy. Like, yeah, you know. well, that's my whole idea with the RV here. I'm just trying to drive around and pitch ideas, and, and hopefully someone notices your skin. me. I've never seen that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually engineered. I wear contacts. And I know that. that I could be like, like you know, like, like, uh, like Jason Bourne or James Bond. You know, like comes to a room. Right. Like, and I'm the guy who's doing hacking. Yeah. Hacking, right? I'm hacking. Yeah, hack, oh, hack. the computer hacker. Yeah, 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 no, no. I have glasses, hack, hack, hack. But <laughs> I'm kind of like, de- but then he comes to the room and he's like, give me that computer. And then it turns out, no, I'm like a Russian, you know, I have oh, a yeah. secret training. Yeah, I yeah. I do like cool Krav Maga. And then, yeah. I get, and then he throws me out of a window with brute you force. You probably end him with a throat chop. That's how, that, yeah, old Bond movies, true. But that's how Bond always like beat ass, is like just being more of a man. Right. You know, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, there's yeah. no technique. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah, just it's, it's up. Like, like the dude would be like fucking hidden crouching tigers yeah. pose right Hi. Yeah. Yeah. right and, and and bond is just like grabs him by the throat and just like, beat, <laughs> like beating a wife you know like in the yeah. 60s like just starts hammering yeah. and like he's literally and he wins the fight by yeah throwing him brute force like yeah. to the wall you know yeah yeah no, no he's always like always no. a man yeah like when he would beat up guys he would always be cool you know at yeah this time. totally totally no yeah 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 and i'm but i'm the guy who throws out of the window maybe i say like like no please <laughs> Such a bitch, such a bitch, right? Such a bitch. I was just about to kick your ass and now, like, you know. Then you get the toss. Yeah, yeah. Like a Russian henchman or something. I could Mm -hmm. do like that. I could do it. Yeah, I think we could do it for sure. We can can find something like this, especially with that accent you got going on. You can put on a thick one. Yeah, but also if they want me to do another accent, then I'm fucked. Yeah. Did you notice your accent's faded since you've been in Canada? Does it come down? Really depends. If I'm stoned as fuck, yeah, you know, yeah. I will sound like fresh off the boat. Right. You know, like I'll be like, hello. Yeah, yeah. Um, if I'm, uh, yeah. Uh, now, sometimes, I don't know. It, it is weird. Like, uh, to be fair, I think my accent has gone thicker. And you know why? Because the thing is, so the thing is that it's it's like um, when you grow up uh, with like uh, in a Eastern country in the center of Eastern Bloc and like a Northern Europe kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. All your entertainment is in English, so like Chappelle right. Show, you know, South Park, yeah, uh, Sex in the City, huge, MacGyver, huge, yeah, yeah. You know, I know it's like an old movie, but we got the shit late. Right, right, right. Okay, we, yeah, yeah. It took a while to get over there. Yeah, because MacGyver was like '80s, you know, like guys yeah. who will be in their '40s and '50s. I now relate to over here because mm-hmm. we got it like at the same time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Knight Rider, huge, A Team. I mean, I've seen every mm-hmm. episode like eight times. You know, that mm-hmm. was the shit. Um, and then so everything is like Western culture that you grew up on. Yeah. So sometimes you'll go to like, I remember I was like uh, when I was like seventeen, I went to Romania for an exchange program, mm-hmm. and there's this dude like behind like in a village who would live behind a mountain with his family, like my age, dude. He was like. He was like 17, 18. Yeah, and, yeah. He, and his family didn't permit. It was like a, oh, he was a, what is it? Gyp, like a gypsy family, The gypsy, right? so they're constantly moving around. Constantly, no, but uh, not them. They would like just be, he wouldn't be allowed to go past. There were like mountains in the background. He was okay. like, oh, my mom has never permitted to go past them because I have to support the family. It's like fucking eight kids in a parking lot. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Romania is like European, but not. Mm. Similar to what Estonia can be at parts. Right. We're very European. But you go like 20 kilometers out of the city and you'll see dudes staring at cars. Yeah. You know, you know those places like, I'm sure there are in Canada as well. Right. Like where, where they... Like a small population place where you're driving and they're yeah. like, they look at your car. Yeah. What are you doing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see so, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. 
so so anyway, I met this guy, and and he w and he was like, he had this so funny, like the way he would speak. He would be like, "What's up? What's up? What's up, motherfucker?" Right? He would like, be like this, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But grammatically, maybe not the best. Mm -hmm. And then he wouldn't have too many things to say. Right. But he would always go like, "You know, what's up? What's what's up?" Yeah, yeah. But totally I, being I, like, and that's because he so he like got these you know rip off DVDs from the market marketplace from Bucharest or whatever the fuck. Yeah, I'm yeah. not. I'm, I'm not. Just as a random conversation that I had with him. Yeah. But apparently, yeah. He, so he got all these like gangster and Eight Mile. I think came oh, out. Oh yeah, yeah, I think yeah. It came M &M, out yeah, a yeah. year before. Right. And he just got it, and there was that black dude in Eight Mile, and he like watched the dialogue so many times. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, he started. But, but a similar thing absolutely happened to me in terms of entertainment, right? Right. I would uh, Eddie Murphy huge. Yeah. Dave Chappelle, huge. Yeah, yeah. So even when I say motherfucker, I always put a little F on it. Yeah, because yeah. that's how I heard it, right? Right. So then you come, and now I've come here, and you know people are noticing the way I'm saying stuff. Right. But now I think I'm even becoming more of an Estonian than I maybe was before. Right. Because before it was all about being like I was trying to be more Western, like integrate yeah. more. Right. But now that I'm here, I'm focusing on me more. Right. Stand up is a very me, me, me thing. Yeah, yeah. Even though people are like, no, I do it too. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Try and say you're that's on what stage. I you're the only one talking mm. in a room of a thousand. You're, and you're a psychopath. And, and you're talking about what you want to talk about. Exactly. Is the thing. You're like, such a narcissist. Yeah, that's the biggest you're thing such a narcissist. I noticed with comedy. I used to always say that, oh, I do comedy. Like, I had this cheesy thing I'd say. I'd say that I do comedy because if I could give someone, like, a true laugh, make someone have a true laugh, in that moment when they're laughing, they're truly happy. Like, it doesn't matter what they're going through in their life. I can We're help them escape that for a minute. Later. You know, you yeah. know what throws me off? Chewing tobacco, spit in a bottle, and you saying things like, you know, sunshine is within you. Like, <laughs> that's what throws me off about you. Yeah. Yeah, it's so weird. You're but like then... the most like, and yeah, right? <laughs> but then you're also like, listen to what you need, yeah. not what you want. And you're like, wow, this guy. Well, then the thing, the thing that I realized after saying that, though, was that I'm like, wait a minute here. Like, I am getting a lot out of this. Like, when those people laugh, it's filling me up. Oh, yeah. And I'm not and just filling bomb, them up. So then you... you realize, I'm like, who are you doing this for? Are you doing it to give them a laugh? Yeah. Or are you doing it because it fills you up? And then that's why I love Bo Burnham in uh, his most recent special, Make Happy. In one of his songs, he says, he's like, I hope I don't get more from this than you do. And he's talking about, like, I hope that my performance isn't more for me than it is for you. Because he wants to try and make people happy and give it to them. But then he realizes, well, fuck, I need these people. They're, I'm doing it for me. Yeah, the for reason sure. I do this is for me. Oh, so. for sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure, people. Yeah. How, how did you get into comedy in Estonia? Do you want to talk about that? Well... Okay, Mark Maron. Uh, <laughs> we don't have to, we don't have to go, go there. go back. Yeah. You know what? You should pause and just go, who hurt you? Who hurt you? I'll just, be, I'll just cry like a Digimon. Did you have Digimon? Digi, uh, we Digimon? had di Digimon. Digimon, Like yeah. D-I-G-I? Yeah, yeah, Digimon. You right? call them Digimon? Remember, remember the way okay. they would cry? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's how I start crying as soon as you say, who hurt you? Yeah, If yeah. you touch my head one time, softly, <laughs> such a, like a... Just a broken you know, such No, such a, yeah, such a wall, and all you have to do is just twig it a little bit. Uh, yeah. You just push me with a finger. It's <laughs> just hanging on by the yeah, edge. Yeah, yeah, dude, dude, yeah, I... I feel so bad. You know who I feel bad for? For comedians who go on podcasts yeah. and like like Mark Maron's or something where it's like really serious and deep. Right. And then you start crying because later, you know, the comedian will be like, my friends will never 
ever leave me alone. You know, yeah, if yeah. I would cry on a podcast, you know, yeah. my friends would immediately, you'd get the audio, you'd cut it up, they would cut it up and send every group chat, you know, every time I would, yeah. years to come, yeah. I would be like, hey guys, maybe we shouldn't all yeah. get orange juice, let's get Coca-Cola for, <laughs> yeah. the, for the vodka, right? Yeah. They would be like, shut the fuck up and they'll play that. And then, like, yeah, remember that time you of cried? Me be, of, me being like, of me being like, they just don't get it. <laughs> yeah. I'm so scared. Yeah. I, uh, reveal emotion, I feel so bad. Yeah, that, yeah you know, but you, like you, you were, go, we you, talked earlier and you said that's like a part of your culture though, right? Of what? It's like, like you were saying, like, just like the emotion thing. Like, you don't show as much emotion over there. You show it right? in a different way. Right. You know, like, I was talking to, I was talking to some, I was talking to some chick at a bar, you know? I was like, fucking, I had a good set. That You know when you have a good set? Yeah, yeah. You could show up at a bar and do cartwheels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's so confident. Yeah, right? yeah. You're, like, last yeah. night I bombed. And yeah. I bombed. I went to a bar after. I was like a rape victim in the <laughs> I was like shaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then people would approach you. <laughs> Yeah. I'd be like a cat, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm so anti. I hate everything. Move that a bit forward. There. I hate Keep everything, going. right? And uh, I would be like angry and shit. But when you when you oh. kill, like when you have a good set, you know, oh, yeah. you come in like your dick is already chubby. Yeah, and yeah. You just so mingle. <laughs> you like dance. You play pool. You know, you mingle with the crowd. You're like on fire. Yeah, yeah. So I was on fire one day, right at a bar, and this mm-hmm. chick was. Oh, she was saying that. Um, oh, she had a Russian dad. Yeah, and just immediately she found me interesting, cause just cause I of my accent, you mm-hmm. know. And she was like, "Oh yeah, he's got a thick accent." Where was the and bar? Colony Bar, Tuesday night, three dollar Jameson. It's right there. I'll oh, show oh you. it's in Vancouver it's here. Street, okay, right okay. So like ten minute walk. Mm-hmm. Tuesday, three dollar Jamesons, three dollar beers. Yeah, you know. You'll hate yourself oh. and cry with 20 bucks. Yeah, yeah. That's that's awesome. You come out like yeah, this. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. New friends holding yeah. on to guys. Yeah. It's so cheap. Yeah. Anyway, I was, and then you buy girls drinks because when it's $3, I'll buy you I'll buy oh. you two drinks. Yeah, yeah. Listen, totally. I'll buy you two drinks. And I'll, <laughs> and I'll listen to that shitty story about your whatever. Yeah, you're Anyway, this, he, she was apartment. telling me an interesting story about um, Russian dad. And, and she was like, oh, yeah, never seen him cry. And I'm like, yeah, of course not. Of course not. That's so reasonable to us. Right. That's so. And, and she's like, yeah, everybody's like, feels bad. I'm like, no. And then every time we would get emotional, there'd be like a transition or a death in the family. Mm-hmm. He would show his love through pickles. Like he would give me a, like a pickles. So yeah. Like, yeah, that's such a Russian dad to be like, you know. Pickles. Like, that's like, hilarious. Like to be in your room, like the, your daughter's crying in the other room and you're just like in the couch. Yeah. The you know, cloth <laughs> is ticking. And then you're like. I must get pickles. <laughs> yeah. you know, like it's so yeah, Russian yeah. to be, not to say anything, but just to be like. Right, like try and do some kind of gesture you know, or something. Like for me them. and my mom would be like, you know, like at life-changing moments where like I'm moving, uh, maybe, oh, maybe my first time when I moved to Australia and yeah. to Thailand and I had that huge trip. Yeah, you yeah. Know, I was leaving. I was, I was like, I might come. My mom is such an immigrant that she told me, don't come back. She's always told me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's like, listen, Ari. You know, like I was telling, I was telling, I was telling her, like, uh, we talked a couple of months ago, I was telling her, oh, my visa here is running out. She's like, just don't leave. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Don't leave. And I'm like, okay, listen, I want to do like stand up. It's hard to be a immigration refugee when you're like, yeah, trying to be famous. Yeah, right? exactly. Totally. Like, it would make sense if like, I would be a clerk at a yeah, store you're like with a, a mustache or something. and I'd be like, hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are, uh, yes, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. But if I'm like, if they're like, oh, you are a the guy, I have to be like, no, yeah. but see his show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So stupid, right? Yeah, yeah. Dude, so that anyway. happened to me one time. I was at a subway and uh-huh. I asked him like, hey, do you guys take visa? And the lady turned around with like her, she went like deer in the headlights look, like her eyes just opened right up. 
and she went to the back and got the manager and she thought I was asking for her visa. And I'm guessing she didn't have a visa, right? So she started to panic. But I was asking, like, visa, like the credit card, right? Like, like, do you guys take visa? And she's like, visa? Uh, is that uh, a bit or I'll real? Right back. No, that's a real thing. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah that happens. That's such an immigrant. You, like, yeah. activated agent fear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, I was like, like, you know they're like... Like immediately have flashbacks of like cr crawling under a barbed wire. Yeah. Canada yeah. With bombs dropping. Yeah. Trying to get to the drowning uh, your land cousin on, a, on like a raft in, <laughs> in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. When you said visa, you know. Yeah. That's, oh, a, that's no. a rough life for her every time she does yeah. a transaction. Yeah. Anytime you know she, she has to have Mastercard. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, she has to have Mastercard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have American Express yeah. and Visa. And Visa. <laughs> no, she has all the visas. She has so many visas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Every time they. And say like we need to exchange our visa and take yeah. the old one in she's like i'm not letting this fucking yeah go. you know what i had to do to get this thing yeah, yeah i had to murder my children that's funny so <laughs> you eat my kids <laughs> so your mom didn't want you to come back oh yeah and and you know she was like she like gave me a like a, i remember like a uh, like that you know hammer fist mm -hmm. like the punch hammer fist yeah. at the other end of your arm right and gave me like against the shoulder like and 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 she said you know and there was kind of like oh that was a moment also when i was i th no i wasn't doing stand-up that seriously but Maybe there was a podcast or maybe something I said. Yeah. Uh, and it was maybe in papers or something. Right. I was like talking about my family or something. And I've always been very open about it, right? Mm -hmm. And there was kind of tension between us from that, I think. Maybe. It's right. all, it might be all Right, this head. is your perception of it. But she sure. just, you know, puts like a fist uh, on my shoulder and just goes, uh, in Estonian, it's like, uh, no, is right? Which is like, all right, uh, you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And I went on the cab didn't see her for years mm -hmm. right like but that's normal and i'm not saying this as a thing of like oh this is my problem no but that's and that's told like an estonian will hear that and be yeah. like yes of course right that's normal they don't you're not supposed to bitch and moan about that shit, right, right? or right. whatever like that's how we No, yeah yeah here yeah yeah that's but just... yeah it's in the, yeah here and so and she was telling me about that pickle story and i'm like that's such a stereotypical like yeah it's just like that's how it is you know and yeah. it's not like a weird thing you know right you're yeah. getting ready now to head back there, hey? Pretty quick. Yeah, I'm leaving right after my show at the Rio. And oh yeah, July. Rio. When when's your show? Let's plug 3rd your show. Third of July, Rio Theater, 9 p.m. show. I'm doing. Uh, I'm running my s longer set. I'm headlining a gig. I have uh, very funny people uh, opening for me and yeah, doing gigs with Dino me. There Archie's headliners there, right? Headliners in their own right, all of them. Andrew right. Packer, Ola Dada, Dino Archie, as you yeah. said. Uh, and then Andrea Jen, all killers that mm. I just enjoy in the scene. Yeah, and yeah. they're also like, it's imported goods. So I wanted like right. an American guy. I wanted some uh, yeah. Chinese folk, right? Yeah, Andrea yeah, get Jin. some culture. You yeah, know, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, I went through, I went to Richmond Market and this, this <laughs> there's China in here. Yeah, we yeah. need to represent them. We need to open up our doors and our hearts. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Exactly, right? Good move. Ola Dada, right? Nigerian family upbringing. Also like an immigrant mentality, you know. Ola comes in and he flyers, even if he doesn't need to fly her. Yeah. Like he's, you know, works so hard. Yeah. You know, he like works full time. And then also like just fucking, yeah, there's like a, like when he had his first gig, like first gig, right? Mm. In, in like a room of, you know, 12 or something, you know. Yeah. And that's, see, and that's also why I love Vancouver. I love a comedy scene where there's young and hungry guys mm -hmm. because... What was happening to me back home is we have such a secluded um, environment mm -hmm. that you get used to, like, packed crowds that know your name, right? Right. 
it was a small scene. I'm not saying like yeah. I crawled through anything. It right. was just that there were very few developed acts there. I right. was just one of them. There's right. a couple of guys there, very good. And um, I got used to it. Right. And I started chilling. You know, but here you see like a dude like Ola that within his couple, first couple of years in comp, you know, gets his first gig. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm going to do Instagram seven. You know how many Instagram stories he does? No. Uh, 2,000 a day. Was, oh, my God. You know yeah, when yeah. the stripe goes Yeah, when it's just like and you see all the little Different dots posters, at the top. It looks like bios. Bam. Yeah. This post there. He's doing like he's in the bank. Like Ola will go to a restaurant. And before we sit down, everybody's coming to the show. Yeah. Before we sit down, everybody's coming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, wild. You know, he's like a dude like life. that. And I'm like, man, that's, you know, that's that immigrant mindset. Right. That I, uh, that I, maybe I don't have too much. I'm always been a little lazy on that side. Yeah, yeah. Throughout my life. But right. uh, it just reminds me of that hustle. Yeah, yeah. And reminds me to, to, to respect uh, the grind and just respect the work aspect of it. You know? Right. Well, be like, you have to be enthusiastic. You have to love what you do. Yeah. And when well, you that's get what I'm finding a lot now. Like, even just, like, doing... Because I just made the switch to doing comedy full-time, like, a month ago, two months ago, I guess, May Well, first. you're, like, fucking Navy sealing up this bitch. <laughs> you, like, sold your RV. You have Alex no, McKenzie on the side of our RV. Yeah. You have a T-shirt that is your podcast, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, you have a... There's some, cam, like, cameras here. Yeah, oh, yeah. You have a podcast equipment in your RV. Yeah. You have jokes in the fridge. Yeah, that's where you I keep them. You got to keep them on ice. You have a bed. I could get seven bitches in there. <laughs> Two Chinese ones here. Yeah, right? yeah. Boom. You have a... You're ready to go. Yeah, I, I uh, put it all on black, really. Just yeah. bought fully in. And, yeah, the part I'm noticing now is, like... Uh, so, how's your... Men okay. I have some questions. Okay. I have some questions. Yeah, yeah. I have questions, Mr. McKenzie. Yeah, I have questions. I'm, all right, let's hear. Let's do. Welcome it. to uh, welcome to uh, 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 what's up with Ari Mari. Now this yeah. is a new psychological okay. podcast, and we go deep. Okay, yeah, I'm ready. So, how's your mental health with Ari? See, this is my fear. Yeah. Moving to a basement suite in Vancouver. Yeah. Ha was traumatic for me. Right. I don't know. Maybe it's because I my DNA. You know, we've been shoved in basements all our yeah, generation, yeah, yeah. generation after generation. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe I twitch. Yeah. I don't know what yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some primal coming out. Mentally, I'm just like under a building, and it's like it's a nice place. It's not bad. I'm yeah. not saying, and I have paid good rent in an e excellent location. Yeah. But mentally, just that small space. Yeah, just going You know, in. your cum room is the mm -hmm. same room where kitchen is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mentally, that's rough to, you know, cook broccoli and try to be healthy mm -hmm. while you smell cum. Right, right. <laughs> it's an interesting experience. Yeah. And you go sleep in cum smell, cum broccoli smell. Yeah. <laughs> that's where you sleep. You go take a shit. It's all I take what? a sleep in the sh So, yeah, like one time I had diarrhea and I was yeah. jacking off the double whammy. Oh, yeah, that's terrible. You know? <laughs> that's that's the nightmare. Like, that's it's, the nightmare. It smelled like evolution in there. <laughs> <It's>, evolution. <laughs> and an RV is a tight space. Yeah. You know, it's a tight space. Uh, you know, it's, although I guess you're moving, but still, it's like a tight space. It's yeah. like a nomadic thing. Yeah. And that's you know, a, like the nomadic part is the thing. Like, so I started noticing a couple of years ago. Because you had a house ago. just like I did. I did. Yeah. 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 Uh -huh. Um, the nomadic thing's a huge part. Like, I've always felt good going on the road. Like, any time I left town, it went on vacation anywhere, if I went out to do gigs. Exactly. Any time like I was driving, uh -huh. I was like, wow, I feel energized. I feel free. Like, you're away from all of the stress. Like, everything kind of just melts away, and it's you and the road and adventure. Yeah. And I know I always loved it, and every time when I was driving back to town, yeah. 
all everything would just slowly start closing in and you're like oh back to this see this is the speech you give the girl in the cab and mm. it's done the game over it's done mm. <laughs> and it like it's just going back to do something that you don't want to do right so like i lived I got a really good job at a very young age. I was 19 years old. So how much were you making a year? Yeah, you were at, at sawmill, at, right? A, uh, pulp sawmill? mill. Pulp mill. So sawmills, they make lumber. Pulp mills, we take wood chips. Don't get into technicalities. Okay, okay. It's a sawmill. All right, all right. I worked, <laughs> in, I worked in a, a wood mill. Yeah, yeah. And uh, at 19 years old, I think my first year, I made $85,000 in my first year doing it. And so then I bought a house when I was 20. Bought a brand new truck. I bought a stand-up jet ski. Bought a snowmobile, dirt bike. Yeah. Uh, filled the whole house full of Have stuff. Have you talked about this on your podcast? No, no, man. It's, no. We're on episode three, so yeah. everything's new. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's great. Because, because, uh, 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 and how much do you want to talk about this podcast? Oh, whatever you want, man. Because your life thing. was very. See, yeah. When you were showing me around, uh, mm-hmm. it was Prince George. Prince right? George, yeah, yeah. It was showing me around, Prince George. We went to this one strip club. Hey, no. listen. I have to say, you changed my life. Yeah, yeah. You know what you did? It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. I've been to, I mean, I've been to every fucking Asian country. I've been to dirty uh, fucking uh, places yeah. where they jack off in booths just to check yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah. Part of Western <laughs> culture experience, right? Yeah, yeah. Me and my girlfriend in Melbourne, we found a place where, you know, old men like go into a, you know, go into a booth. Yeah. And in the middle, there would be like an old mattress and like a drugged out whore in the middle fingering herself. Oh, and guys going to booth and yeah, jerk off? And you just fucking, the only uh, thing I've seen anything the blinds, like that was from right? Taken. You put, and you put money in. You okay. Put money in and the blinds open, open up. up. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow, that's wild. I, yeah, I, the yeah, only yeah. thing I've ever seen like that was from the movie Taken with Liam Neeson. And it was disgusting. Where, where oh, the girls in the middle and the guys are like buying. The girl goes out. And well, she that was like that was like slavery. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm that sure was that like exa- I'm, listen, I'm sure. Oh yeah. That's right now. Right yeah, now, but it's like the exact same thing. Like they were yeah. in booths where they could see through and see the woman, and then they people would auction. They would yeah, auction Right now, there's like in in Bucharest. Yeah. There's like a chick getting sold, yeah. right as we speak. Yeah, you know? that's crazy. Me hey? too about that shit. Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. So anyway, yeah. we're at the You're strip sure club. A comedian jacked off. In front of <laughs> what about the children that are getting sold, fucked, and stabbed? Yeah, yeah. This took a let's wild me, twist. Let's me too that. Um, yeah. So what were we talking? We, about? we were at the we're at the strip club. Amazing, right? Yeah. And I've been to those strip clubs and that jerk-off booth. Yeah. It's just so sad. I want to run out of there. Yeah. Because I'm a human being, right? right? I feel bad for people. Right. But Alibi was such a positive vibe. I really yeah. like the strippers. They're very positive to yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I still haven't washed the Corona shirt that she uh, yeah, yeah. rubbed between her pussy. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I went through it, right? Yeah, I didn't wash it. it. I did gigs and I crushed. I had all yeah. that pussy confidence. Yeah, yeah. yeah, That's yeah a good it was crazy. Move. Yeah, and they killed it. They danced so well. Mm. They gave us posters. Mm. Like posters. Yeah, and they signed them for you. Yeah, and then I saw dudes lining up with like posters of their own of them yeah. waiting for them to sign. I'm like, oh and then the chicks were like, yeah, two weeks, we rotate, we're on the road. Yeah, yeah, they, like, they oh do my a God. circuit, they tour, just like us. This is just, just this is thing. <laughs> they have closers, remember that movie? Yeah, yeah. She would stuff, she stuffed panties up her snatch, up into her pussy, yeah. danced a little bit, pulled them out, and then remember she shoved it into her mouth? Yeah. But so, like, fucking going off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm ready to do a backflip now. Yeah, I'm ready to do a backflip. Or it was like encouraging. Up. You should do that. You should probably go to a strip club before every show. That would get you all amped up. And then you'd walk out of there, get one of those pussy shirts, put that on, hit the stage, fire. Crazy. Every time. And I enjoyed that experience outside. Yeah. And then you were talking that, yeah, back in the day when you were killing it with mm. jet skis, mm. long hair, and a prospect. 
of a future. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, you would like go there and like get lap dances and oh, spend five, six hundred dollars. Yeah, man, you'd I'd flew through. How much money. the most? How much the most you spent a night there, or uh, anywhere, 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 the anywhere most, the most in I've, your life? Yeah, one the, night counting everything. Mm, I think it was twelve hundred dollars. That's crazy. It, uh, yeah, yeah. Just going off. Yeah, just buying shots, man. Shots are the big <sighs> thing. You start buying everybody shots, and you're like, all right, How you'll buy. How many fucking shots do you have to buy? Well, you could like I've I've ordered twenty shots at a time, multiple times. Where it's like, give me twenty shots, and then they're like, okay, that's. Yeah, I've fucking... done that, but if only I see like a ten equals two, one dollar, <laughs> <laughs> then I'll be the hero of the story. You know? But it, it was always <laughs> just yeah, you're just pissing money away. Like wow. you just, it's such Getting a different. Lap and shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Do, would yeah, you like dude, meet strippers. girls and just start oh, buying so. shit girls? Because that's what the most money I've ever lost in yeah, one yeah. night out. I think it's also like near a thousand. Right. But it's only been because of a like a female. That's how it happened. That's the only way it happened. Yeah, that's the only way you spend that money. Is on as girls, soon as man. you get that, you know, acknowledgement. I don't care from to buy. Somebody. I don't care to buy a bunch of my buddies' shots, right? Like you're always buying them for chicks. Yeah. Like obviously, I'd always blow. I'd spend much money on my buddies too. But yeah, now uh, I do. Yeah, but. it would be. Uh, Always on girls, man. Like in Vegas, oh. the strippers, whew, Vegas? like eight hundred dollars. You would go to Vegas? Yeah, I went to Vegas a couple. Of, I've been there three times. Yeah, the lost, lost, lots of money, man. One time we were in Vegas. Meet uh, some good girls. This last time, yeah. Oh yeah. Meet some banging girls. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like and like yeah, funny, well, that's funny what... and charismatic as well, right? No, uh, yeah, they're Those pretty American good because they like have an attitude. Although, like the strippers though in Vegas, they like. This is their whole jam. Their whole jam is it. to suck you in, and they love you, right? So they just like, oh, you're so They're cool. like black belts like, that uh, shit. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. tuning into that primal part, right? Yeah, yeah. Doing yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. They're rubbing your shoulders. Because like, their professionalism oh, yeah. is love, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. Perfect, right? Where yeah, you're just totally. Like, like, you know, they don't want... It's almost hypnotic. They don't want guys to drool they're... and just fuck you. They yeah. want guys to be like... Will, this is it now. Yeah, and drain their yeah, bank yeah. accounts on them oh. so that they can go buy a new pair of shoes oh, on Monday. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know yeah. girls. I know girls who I met in like Malaysia after mm. gigs, and they were like, "I get the car and the apartment yeah. in the month. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and then I pull out. Yeah, it's a um, good move. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, it. Uh, I remember one time. Were they banging chicks? Oh yeah, like, they were looking shit super hot. hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're all built, man. Like, oh, they yeah. go in and they, like, by built, I mean, like, not, like, jacked. I mean, built, like, in a factory. Like, they have, like, the boob jobs. They got their lips done. They got, they got like, everything. They but go it's into... sexy still, though. Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for uh-huh. sure. It's, like, the definition. It's, like, what society would define as, like, beautiful. I mean, it is changing now. Real beauty obviously comes from within, right? It's yeah. not tits and yeah. lips. But, uh, yeah, they... Uh, they go in and they get built and they yeah. come out and they're just gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I hate those who are like, you know, you know, and they're like, no, any, uh, if it's fake, I'm not. Shut the fuck up. You're not yeah. trying to bang chicks here. There's well, nobody in this RV. Always, tell always... me how it is. You're trying to tell me big banging titties. Yeah. Don't mean nothing. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. If you're like, oh, it's all. Yeah. One time you. when I was in Vegas, last time I was there, actually, I'm real bad with gambling, man. Like, I fucking love oh, putting see, money on stuff. Listen, gambling is very interesting to me because I've never suffered from it, but I've seen it. Yeah. So how was that? So we got to Vegas. We we're mm. walking to check in at the hotel. We're walking to the front door, like the lobby for the check-in place. And as we're walking through the casino, there's a roulette machine. And I had a thousand dollars in my pocket, and I was like, "Hey guys, just hang on, just pull like a thousand dollars American out." And I was like, "Hang on, I'm gonna play roulette for a minute here." Thousand dollar American, wow. Yeah. So then I put on. I started at like 
twenty dollars uh-huh. and so it's called progressive betting do you know what progressive betting is fuck no so basically what you do you bet you pick one color like on roulette there's black and red right so mm-hmm. and when you do that you get like a 50 50 percent chance not quite because they put like a couple green ones on to give the house an advantage so but you have it's like 48 48 and two so you're basically like it's you're betting you just bet on black you put down 20 bucks and then if you miss say it lands on red what you do now is you bet $40 because you double your money if you hit. So then if you put down $40, now you're invested for 60 right? Your initial 20 that you lost. Yes. Plus the 40 on the second bet. Yes. But if the 40 hits, you get 80 So you win $20. Plus you also always... since the red one hit one, one time, the percentages go up, right? No, no. No, no it's always 50-50. You're okay, always two true. to one money. Okay. But what always happens, you always win back your initial bet. So you bet 20 Say that you miss it. But if you hit red eight times in a row, mm-hmm. chances are the ninth one should be black, right? Exactly, right? Uh-huh. So what happens is as long as you have enough money, mm-hmm. they say you can't lose at this game. Because what you do is you put $20 on black, and then it hits red. So now you do $40 on black, then it hits red again. Now you do $80 on black, and you just keep doubling your bet. Never gamble. Red. I'm in. Let's yeah. go play 15000 tonight. Yeah. See, when you said you can't lose, my spine tingled. <laughs> well, wait till we get to the end of the story. <laughs> so then here I am. We haven't even checked the hotel. I go 20. It hits It hits red. Then I go, okay, 40. It hits red again. And I've got some black. I go 80. It hits red again. And then I go 160. It hits red again. I go 320. It hits red again. And now I'm freaking out because now I have to do $720. I don't even have that anymore because I fucking 360 plus 120. I, I lose. I lost. It hit fucking red like six times in a row. And then the one time then I had to walk away. I lost, I think it was close to 800 bucks. And then uh, we hadn't even checked in the hotel yet. And I'm down like eight hundred dollars, and all my Vegas. buddies are like, "You fucking idiot! Like, what See, are you doing?" That's that when you say you can't lose, mm-hmm. but then you walk into a casino and the carpet costs more than your house. And you're yeah. Like, so how? Explain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Explain. So, mm-hmm. Right. Uh, fascinated. I'm been so fascinated by gambling. I was um, when I was a kid, there would be, you know, like I was very. I think my mom and me, you know. Lots of negatives in every childhood, mm-hmm. but huge positive that I, when I'm getting older, start to appreciate. You know, when you get older, you start understanding that your parents were just fucking people who had kids. Mm-hmm. That's it. Totally, yeah. You know, because as you're young, you put them on a pedestal, you yeah. judge them, yeah. and then you have to well, realize... Well, you think that, you know, they're, yeah, that they couldn't do no wrong, and your yeah. parents, you think they have it all figured out. Your parents were 20, fucking 7, 28, 30, just like you are now, mm-hmm. and just had kids. That's my all it is. My dad had three kids when he was my age, man. I know. That's all it is. Yeah. Right? And then you get older and you start realizing, yeah, this is what it is, right? And you judge less the mistakes, even right. the severe ones or whatever, right? Right. But, and I start to see more of the positives. Like, my mom got together with a, with a, like a Finnish stepdad of mine yeah. that turned out to be a very rich, rich business entrepreneur. Right. So, I, so like... Um, so, like, my life got to be pretty good. Right. You know, as a kid. Yeah, yeah. What you... were we talking about before? I forgot. Oh, we were talking about gambling, I oh, think. Was so, thing. so, but uh, still, child, my early childhood, yeah. when my mom was, like, str- with two kids yeah, and my dad left out there, yeah. it was me, her, and my mom in the same room. We, I have pictures, you know, of us, like, on the floor on the mattress. So, you and your sister and your mom? 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That that was like our trio of a gang that yeah. my mom was like hustling to get out there, right? right. To like hustle. Uh, also, she worked, you know, she worked like fucking two jobs, whatever, yeah, yeah. to make it work out. Right. Met this man and also helped this Finnish guy with like Russian because he was uh, he, he got into the metal business. Okay. So he traveled to former Soviet countries, buy metal, sell them to shipyards. You know, that was right. his thing. Yeah, yeah. And he made so much money. And, you know, my mom locked out from that life. Right. But all my child, lots of my childhood friends, you know, we would go visit them. And uh, my mom would just give them, like, envelopes of money. Because mm-hmm. my mom is like, you know, I got out of this shit. Right. You know, and she had all those good friends that she grew up with. Right. Know? And she was helping those people, those kids, too. Mm-hmm. You know, she was, like, going to maybe somebody, some one of my childhood friends or whatever, and be yeah. like... Take this, like Ari wants a friend in Poland. When I used to live in Poland, go to an yeah. American school. We had a nice house. Yeah. Oh, come to Poland for the summer so we can hang out. We pay for everything. Yeah. So yeah. my mom liked, uh, my mom like helped out people. Yeah, yeah, sense. very giving. Yeah. But all my friends were still, you know, they were like, um, like I had a birthday one time, right? And yeah. when you're a kid, you don't notice this. Yeah. Uh, because you don't think about shit like that. I remember when I was a kid, I was like maybe first grade or second grade. We were still in Estonia, but already pretty well off. Right. And I remember... A friend of mine came to my birthday and he gave me, um, what's it's Vildikad in Estonian. What's uh, not crayons, but with color oh, inside. Oh, like pencil crayons? Yeah, like, but like, like. So is it, it's a wood outer casing and then the lead in the middle is a color? No, but and it's not wood. It? It's like, yeah, those are crayons, but it's plastic. Oh, like a marker, like a felt yeah, pen? Yeah, but like a full color one, you know, like there would be like a. You, you, like, have 24 different colors. Yeah, is it like, like a marker? Yeah, like, like a marker. Like what a Sharpie? Do you know what a Sharpie a is? A Sharpie. So That's it's like a Sharpie, but with colors. Yeah, with colors, yeah. Okay. Sharpie, so. Yeah. Sorry. Sense no, 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 no. We call them markers. That would be called markers. a marker. But a Sharpie 24 pack of markers, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. And I opened it, and all of them were empty, right? And oh. my mom, like, noticed and shrugged and said, just don't say anything, right? Yeah. And I remember in my head, I was like, oh, I didn't even think about that... They were poor and they gave you their old markers? Yeah, Is that what of you're course. Saying? And that's normal. Like, right. You don't want to show up like an asshole with no with gift. With no gift, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, like, you know, I understood. It took me back for a second and I was like, right. yeah, even though, you, you know, maybe you grow up and when you're teen years, you start complaining about whatever the fuck, right? Yeah. Like about, oh, you know, I didn't get enough hugs or shit. Yeah, yeah. But then you remember I had a Nintendo and the PlayStation. Remember Nick, Nintendo 64 and PlayStation? Yeah. Rivalry companies? Yeah. My stepdad was like, rivals? Yeah. Check this shit yeah, out. They just Wobblam, teamed up. Fucking Shazam, Superman and Batman came I was together. At Christmas, I was like this. I was like, uh, <laughs> I was like Joffrey. Like, <laughs> I brought my friends over. They almost sucked my dick one day. So two of them. Right. So PlayStation play. and the Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. So there's positives in this fucking life, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think you need to come from that, though, to appreciate it, right? Like, if you don't, like, anyone who's, like, super spoiled rich right out of the gates, they don't have that gratitude for where they're at, right? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, but when I moved out, you know, I became pretty much... uh, pretty much like um, like uh, independent I was, mm. I was lucky to have some heritage in terms of a house mm-hmm. but I didn't get any of the money at the end and that's right. why I was living in a house I was fortunate in that aspect mm-hmm. in a nice house too you know and I got mm. to I remember and I remember when I was like 16 I lived alone at this house got my first job or whatever yeah I was like working at oh I worked at what a was place your first called, job dude I worked at a place called Sky Park Sky Park gymnastics center yeah and oh, you know pregnant women and like mothers. Why are pregnant women in a gymnastics center? Because you know, it's like the walls are gymnastics and stuff. 
and yeah. like the you know it's like a huge floor of gymnastic of those trampolines like right. a trampoline okay. center yeah 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 the first one in Estonia yeah and I was doing gymnastics at the time and I got as an instructor to work there right yeah and I was you know like like doing flips being cool and yeah can stuff. you do a backflip still on the floor easy oh no problem I can do it on ground all day. I can do side flip, front flip all day. No, really? I can even do it on the concrete. I'm, I'm fucking killing it, dude. Really? I, well, back in the day when I was good. I'm probably, <laughs> no, but I'll still do it. I could, I could, but no, I mean, no, no. back in the day. <laughs> no, no, but I still could, yeah, no, could that, dude, because of that muscle. But no, back in the yeah, day, I was doing like crazy. double flips and shit. That's crazy, now, man. Now, I'm like, not that. Right, know? right, yeah. No, no, back in the day, I would like jump, you know, I would do like between roofs, you know. Yeah, yeah, like two the roofs, parkour, yeah, yeah. Two, two roofs, one is higher, one is lower. Yeah. And in the middle, death, that's it. I would do like a front flip over that. Oh, wow. Wow. Like well, yeah, dude, I was so into it, right? Dude, that shit over in Russia is crazy. Those guys do like the the edge hanging shit and that stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's like, just that's just you know what the, you know what that is. Huh. That's because when you're like, like in an in an Eastern Bloc school and somebody calls you a fag, right? Yeah. Then you're like get so angry that you have to do that. You have to like hang off a ledge with a GoPro. Like yeah. look at fucking yeah. Yeah, that's you call me is. a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah dudes right. are like, Who am I? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, man, it's the whole world over there. So anyway, and I was working at the center and they were like, yeah, like mothers and stuff, you know, like young yeah. mothers coming in. I was like 16, 17, you know, and chicks, you know, like 20 year old chicks, my age chicks. They would come in and bouncy bounce, right? Titties bouncing. Yeah. I would do like a flip and extend my toes. Yeah. Good form. You know, I would like be very graceful almost in the way. And still on stage, you can see my gymnastics uh, and jujitsu background a little bit because of the way I move. Right. I'm very physical. You know, I'll be like in a half squat in the middle of a bit. I like move very, almost kind of like a a little bit of gracefully. And I'm not saying right. like, oh my God, this is fucking groundbreaking. Well, right, no, right. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that's, but you can a little bit see it. My balance is good, all that. Yeah. And, um, and I was, you know, doing like flips and looking at these chicks and going out on dates with them, right? Yeah. And it would be like, you know, 16, 17, 18, 20, 21, maybe E30 with a kid. Yeah. And they would come, you know, at a, next to the sea house. You know, yeah. just by myself. Yeah, so Four yeah. bedroom sauna, fucking coffee maker. Yeah, coffee maker. Plasma. Yeah. <laughs> Ice age on plasma. <laughs> you know. Yeah, you're Because these other girls, because you go with these other 16, yeah. 17 year old kids, you go to their place and it's like, you have to be quiet, watch the movie quietly because mother is in the other yeah, room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a fucking one bedroom apartment, right? You yeah. Like pull a curtain, you can't make out and shit. Yeah, yeah. Baby, <laughs> yeah. In this house, we can make coffee and you can scream. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't give a fuck, you know, nobody's going to hear you, which is kind of scary I, now that you... I think of it. But back in the day, <laughs> it was romantic. That was yeah. different times. Yeah, yeah. That was before Me Too and before we knew that we we're monsters. Yeah. That was back in the time when it was only love. Yeah. And I was like, nobody will hear you scream here. Yeah. You fucking bitch. <laughs> uh, but it was love. Yeah. <laughs> and girls would like lose their minds. And And I had a car and, a, and two motorbikes. I had the motocross and I had the street bike. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> Next to the sea. Yeah. Let's get the motorbike, drive to the sea. No helmet. I would. Yeah. I would. Let the hair I go would. in the wind. No. You know what I do? I give them the helmet. They're in the oh, back with the helmet. Yeah. I don't have a helmet. Oh, dude, that's such a that's such a power move, too. Dude, what do you think, dude? Yeah. You're sucking dick on the way there. <laughs> you know. Through a helmet. They're it was, fighting uh, away. It was great, you know, and I was very fortunate to experience those things. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that was cool. Yeah, I don't know what we were talking about. Though. No, I don't know. Oh, but yeah. RV life, right? Oh yeah. So how is it for yeah, yeah, you? Yeah, you asked about my mental <laughs> like health. Half an hour ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So your mental health. 
Yeah, no, dude, it's uh, it's really good. It's something I've been preparing for this for a long time. Like, I've wanted to quit my job for probably five years now. Like, when I was 26 was the first time it got put in my head. So I met this beautiful girl from Calgary, and I fell in love with her, like, head over heels. I remember, uh, dude, my friends all make fun what, of me. What did she look like? Uh, she, like, she had dark hair, blue mm. eyes, real thin build. Oh. She was, like, kind of like a... She was the first kind of what I would call like a hippie chick I kind of hung out with. You guys fucked so, hard and shit? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure, of course. Of course. So Jesus. then I remember, uh, I remember she was the first did, girl where we were Sorry, did sex. you have the house at the time? I did, yeah. I had See, my house. that's why that everything. pussy comes extra. Yeah. Because they feel safe. I'm, yeah. That's the extra pussy cum. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, when you get not fucked by a dude in a basement well, suite, but well, like a they, husband almost. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you know when your pussy comes a little harder because he's a provider? Right, well, that's what they know, yeah. exactly. They know you have the ability to provide. Exactly, yeah, yeah, and yeah. that pussy just goes like extra, like, you know, yeah, let's yeah, yeah, turn this like, up a notch. Yeah, that's one, add one yeah, yeah, to the plus column. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, I just fell in love with this chick, and she was, like, the first chick, like, she was about, like, eating healthy and organic foods, like, don't eat shitty foods, like, teaching you. She was one of the first women I met that really taught me how to like take care of myself and like mm. respect your body and that type of stuff um and then I like that's my whole new movement now like I, I've gone full hippie like, like I meditate I do all the all the hippie stuff yeah, um yeah. but I remember and she was into that, traveling you... she traveled see I'd never traveled I'd never been anywhere mm. I just worked and paid bills and worked and paid bills and that's what I did like yeah. the longest time I've ever had off from in the 12 years of my working was two weeks in a row and, I never had longer than that. Sometimes you would, can't lose. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. With the with the uh, the gambling. Yeah. So then, what ended up happening? I remember she loved to travel, and so she would save up, you know, five grand. She'd work all year, save up some money, and then she would go and travel. That's what I would do. And then I remember I wanted to travel, and I that was the first time I was like, hey, let's sell my house, and go travel. We'll just go travel for six months to a year. Wait, I'll wait, sell wait, everything. Wait, 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 wait. Before you came forward with this proposition, yeah, how long were you guys together? Oh, dude, ah, uh, shit, like, whew, probably six weeks. No, a month and a half. Yeah, oh yeah. That pussy was so banging, dude, that you were willing well, dude, to sell your life. That was a big life? thing about me too. Before I noticed, like, so I've been single now for three years. Prior to that, I had always had girlfriends. Like from the time I was fourteen, I had a one-year relationship that ended. Then I dated a girl for two years. And then that ended, and then I dated a girl for four years, wow. that ended, then I dated another girl for four years. Wow. So I, and the longest time in between was maybe a month, maybe between any of those. Yeah, I know guys even. like you. So it was just constantly I getting in relationships. Like and what it was, was that I never learned to love myself. So I was employing someone to do it for me, you know, like Sloss talks about in his special and Jigsaw. And it was that I just constantly needed someone's reassurance to tell me, hey, you're okay, man. Like you're a good dude. And so I found if I could, if a woman would date me and they would sleep with me, that meant that I was okay. So I was constantly reaching outwards to find this happiness and peace within myself. But then over time, you learn that it has to come from within. You can't do it externally it has to come from within you one of my favorite quotes is it says uh, like a hippie quote says like everything you need is already inside of you you know what let's take this rv and drive it off a cliff because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, death is not real you convinced me alex mckenzie <laughs> yeah yeah you got it we'll do it we'll be happier than ever we'll this sell how, it turn the turn is, the camera this is how i would take like a like a hippie like a thing i would be like 
Like you say some sentence and I'm like, you know what? Let's just shoot ourselves in the face. <laughs> just get out of here. Check up. Yeah, yeah, well, no, because that's the thing about karma. It's like you get reincarnated and then you got to come back and do it yeah, again. Okay. So it's like See, you're... Now you're saying buzzwords that make me nervous. Because <laughs> if karma is real and they know my inner thoughts, I'm in trouble. Yeah, no, because that's not the way karma works. And your thoughts don't define you, man. So like the way that yes? karma... No, no, no. no? Your, your actions do. Wow. So your thoughts are not you. You are just, like, your consciousness is just the awareness of thoughts. Hey, Alex, if I had a house, I'll sell it and move to Italy with you. Yeah, yeah, That's let's it. do it. Wow. So, yeah, we're getting a little sidetracked. We're getting all my hippie stuff here. No, but no. anyway, this chick, yeah, so I wanted to sell my house. I wanted to go travel. That's what I wanted to do. I was Lovely. selling everything. Go, boom, gone. Yeah. Uh, she ended up breaking up with me, broke my heart, and uh, then... Oh, did I date after that? Maybe not. Not really for a while, man. Like so, then I started getting into meditation. Well, that was what got Why'd me. Why'd you break up? Wait, wait, wait. You you wanted to sell your house? Yeah. What happened? What happened? Ah, uh, well, she she like I was full bore, right? Like I was ready to go. She was not ready to go. We'd like we'd hung out for six weeks, man. Uh-huh. She didn't even really know who you I was. Head now. over heels. Yeah, I was, yeah exactly. And then did she met someone new. She's actually got a kid with the guy now, and they're married and the whole shebang. <sighs> I love when shit like that happens. Yeah, dude, I was, everyone would always joke, they would call me, oh yeah, like, well, at the time during the breakup, but later on, no, like, when you look back on it, you're like, I wasn't ready, I, like, I was just this undeveloped 26-year-old kid. I don't give a fuck about that. Mm -hmm. At the time, Mm -hmm. what did you like? When we broke up? Yeah. Oh, I was devastated, man, my world crushed. How'd you act? How'd you act? Uh, I was angry, I got mad at her. Uh-huh, uh, yeah. I, I, because I spent a lot of money. So like on yeah. her, like I remember going for her birthday, I, I spent like $4,000 on her birthday. I, I loaded up, uh, I, for a trip, she lived in Calgary and her one sister lived in Prince George where I lived one in Kamloops. And then she lived in Calgary with her other sister. So for a surprise, I told her I was flying into Calgary and I was going to spend a weekend with her. So I've made up a fake itinerary on WestJet. I sent her the thing, said, hey, I'm flying in at this time. Here's this. But then I told all her sisters what I was really doing. I'm like, we're going to drive there. I'm going to drive with you. I'm going to pick you up in Prince George. We're going to drive to Kamloops, pick up your other sister. Then we're going to drive to Calgary. We're going to pick up the last sister. And we're all going to go surprise her at work. And so then she's going to get happy, to spend. Happy. Yeah. And then like. We booked things like she loved to run, so we booked like the Color Me Rad run in Calgary. It's like a 5K run where they like throw all that powdered shit at you and make you get all colored. Wow. And uh, I remember she wanted to get into kayaking. So here's what my friends always bug me about. I, I bought her a kayak. And I bought her like a kayak paddle, life jacket, like a kayak carrier for her Jeep to go on top so she could carry the kayak back and forth. Bought her all this stuff and like had it all at her house. So then when after when we got home from work, after surprising her at work, she came home and there was a kayak in her living room. So money, basically. Mm-hmm. That's how I always used to show love. That's just what I knew. I was like, I still, oh, you got it. I still do. I you got it. You got to give people money. And that's how you do it. And I, I've Amazing. changed now. I read a book too called The Five Love Languages. It's a good book. Oh my god. Teaches you a lot. I knew a guy who'd like similarly like I knew a guy who met this chick, right? Mm-hmm. In a relationship for years. Mm-hmm. As soon as and and this chick was like older and shit, right? Mm-hmm. And older, smarter. Uh, just smarter. And I don't mean that as, I mean, you know, like smarter. Yeah, yeah. Some people are just smarter. I don't mean yeah. intelligent and all that bullshit. Right. I mean smart. They know shit. Mm-hmm. Right? And met her, and you know, he was like, you know, like they broke up with the last girl, right? Yeah. They were together, straight into another relationship, you know, like on the day. Right. Long, di- long relationship on the day, gets together with this chick, bam, just like starts telling me, like, you know, like, oh my god, like I wake up in the morning, 
and she's like, you got to talk louder. I don't think they'll hear it. She's like, oh my God, I wake up in the morning, right? Yeah. And my little nugget, my little dick, like, you know, the morning, like soft little yeah, yeah. dick is in her mouth already. And she's still waiting for, you know, he, his mind was, you know, I was time to tell him, this is the world. This yeah. is what's out there. Girl. Yeah, yeah. You know, but he was in that relationship with the f- his first girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And now this older woman, you know, she like knows what to do, you know, activate. Yeah, yeah. Activate yeah. your dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Within, within like months, you know, house. Uh, no, no, uh, I think apartment. Yeah. iPhone. iPhone back in the day when oh, iPhone. Yeah, yeah. Remember like iPhone 2 came out? Yeah. No, it was like. No, iPhone 3 was the big one, I think. I, you know, it was iPhone 4. Remember after yeah. the GS? Yeah. The GS and then the iPhone for the sleek skin. Yeah. And iPhones are the same price around the world. No yeah. matter what the economy is, because yeah. that's how they. Otherwise, people would scam you. Yeah, yeah. Right? So it was nine hundred and ninety-nine euros in Estonia, where rent at that time was like one fifty. Oh wow! Month, right? Yeah, yeah. That's insane. And he, you know, got the apartment and the iPhone. No, no case. Yeah, no he case. Like, like a gangster. So beautiful, white. Yeah. And I remember we were like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. And then like two weeks later, show blam. Yeah, it's gone. Over. Yeah, and it's remember, over, and I, baby. And me and my, the other friends were crying, laughing, like pointing at his face. Yeah, yeah. Going like, going like, going like, you lost everything. Yeah. Because he had to pay for yeah. that phone yeah, yeah. for years to come. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like 30 bucks a month. Yeah. And you, you know, you see that paycheck. Yeah. Yeah, and oh, he was fuck. already with a new relationship, and yeah. he would see the, rela- the paycheck from the previous one, and just yeah. be like, oh my god. Yeah, shit. I laughed so hard. Oh, dude, know? my buddies all bug me. Anytime I meet a chick now, they're hey, yes, 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 you're yes, going to no. buy her a kayak, or what? Yes, yes, yes. yes and yes, that's literally their whole funny. line every time, man. What? It's always, those are the funniest things in life, is when you're, you're real serious. Yeah. When something real serious happens, you know? Yeah. Like, I get it, like, oh, you threw a cake in somebody's face, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. But, like, I lost everything. Mm-hmm. When you end the story like that, yeah. I'm in. Yeah, yeah, that's, where, love, that's where the humor yeah, yeah. comes in. That's yeah, so man. That's so funny to me. Yeah. <laughs> so, funny. so funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. man. So that was what put my, like the buggy mare to travel. Cause my original plan then I was like, Hey, I got to get out and I got to travel. Like that's what I wanted to do, but I was doing the apprenticeship. So I took a four year apprenticeship program at the mill. So you would work for nine months and then I'd come down here to Vancouver for three months and go to school. Oh, Richmond. Is that what you went? uh, I went to school at BCIT in Burnaby. Mm -hmm. It's like British Columbia Institute of Technology. So I did a, it's called Industrial Instrumentation Mechanics. That's how you learned how to not lose. Yeah, exactly. You bet. Yeah. So I did that. And then uh, I remember I was like, hey, you got to finish this apprenticeship and then you can hit the road. So just like get this over with and then you can sell everything and go travel. I just wanted to travel. That was my plan. And then I finished my apprenticeship and I did it for about a year. I was pretty happy while I was going to school too, because like, you know, you're working for something. You're like, oh, I'm working towards this. And then when it's done, you realize you're like, this is life now. If yeah. you don't change something, you're going to come into the same job, do that same thing for the next 30 years. And that terrified me. So, and I was so sick of paying bills. Like I bought a house at no, like 20 and it was just paying bills and working and paying these bills. And they never seemed to end. Anytime you save up any money, your roof would start to leak. You know, put a new roof on or then like your truck would break or your jet ski broke and your dirt bike broke. Everything was breaking and you're constantly like fixing shit. Like the signal, like, like life is like telling you like. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah, this was happening. Yeah. So then my original plan was for last June. I was like, I'm done. Like I just, I'm selling everything. I'm like, I'm just going to sell everything I own. Mm-hmm. I want to buy a camper van. 
and I want to drive to Central America. And me and Finley, my dog, we're just going to go rent surfboards on the beach or something. Just mm-hmm. get right out of like this Western society type of thing, mm-hmm. even though we still would be on the West, but just a lot chiller life. Um, but then what ended up happening was my house flooded. So a water main burst. Uh-huh. So then I they had to get insurance to come in. They had to redo the whole basement. And this was the day before. So the Monday a realtor was coming, Sunday this happened. So I was like, are you kidding me? Now I felt so defeated because I was like, dude, I'm never getting out of this job. I'm stuck here. So I had to stay for another winter. And I even bet a guy at the mill 100 bucks I'd be gone by Christmas. And I lost a bet because I fucking had to stay. Dude, I love how in the middle you're still such a gambling addict. <laughs> yeah, I had to bet money on it. Yeah. You're like betting almost. If you put a bet in about something happening, you're already fucked. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like if you're like, oh, I bet you that I will. Yeah. That mentality, that means the door is still open yeah. for you to run out. Yeah, right? totally. Yeah. So and bitch out or whatever, right? So then, what did I do? I fucking the house flooded. I told myself, "Oh, I'm I'm gonna play another year of hockey." I was like, "Whatever, I'll get to play another year of hockey." I played on a like a travel team up north. It was a competitive hockey team. We travel around northern BC on weekends, mm-hmm. playing it was full contact hockey. Um, well, then I got cut. They cut me in mm-hmm. August in training camp. Why did they cut you? Because I'm just too I was too overweight, too slow, not conditioned. I was still I came off a summer full of partying. Like just oh you were going on oh yeah whole time like so stag. when you party what 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 what's your thing so let's say down yeah. in the hole what's your thing like, like what's what's going on what's going on Friday night here we go yeah you th- I... I tell you I tell you mine you tell me yours mm. I know yours what is it? more ratter oh no no like what I used to do when I'd party so I got sober in August but oh. when I used to party it was like I would get hammered so I would. I would just drink. Hammered on what? Uh, just booze. What to time? Start. What time? Oh, whew. say like I like where where are we going? Did we go to dinner or no? A lot of time I'd go to dinner with friends. Yeah, and so you'd go Spend to dinner around money. seven. Feel good about I would, yourself. I'd buy steak. I'd buy mm. prawns. Yes, yes, you know, yes, yes, steak yes, and prawns. Feel good about yourself. Yeah, I'd blow a bunch of money there, and I would start drinking, and I'd start buying shots. By the end of dinner, my dinner bill two hundred bucks. Shots. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd buy shots of Jameson or uh, pure whiskey. Pure. Yeah, yeah, just Jameson shots. Um. And I used to always drink, I would drink double spiced rums and Diet Coke. Those were my, my jam. I picked so those up playing senior hockey. 2008 drink. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. And, uh, yeah, then I just, Captain Morgan. I would drink all that. And then I used to, uh, do Then I'd get into the drugs. And then it was like, every time I got hammered, we'd go down and then I'd, uh, I'd buy a bag of drugs and cocaine I would drink. Yeah. 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 yeah I would like, do, okay. So what time you buy that? How ooh. hammered are you now? Like 10 o'clock is 10 o'clock. when I would do that. And so three hours after. Uh, yeah, yeah. So is your partying like like on no. Wednesday? You can't wait for Friday. And you do you no. know, is it is it a spiral that happens on the night or is it a spiral that happens before? Like I would have, you know, pre-spirals where for two weeks I think about this night and how like fucked up I'm going to be, right? Right. No, I... Uh... No, man, because it was like just a, a habit. Like you just did just it every habit. weekend, just every weekend. So you get you, a like, drinking, automatically does yeah. it associate with cocaine? Yeah. Okay, and then so you yeah. start doing that. You take a bag. Where do you do it? At uh, you do it at the club, just in the at bathrooms, the right? Yeah, you yeah. do it there. Get some friends. Feel yeah. good about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah, all yeah, do yeah. it. Then you try pick up chicks. Yeah. And then you go did back. Did you do cocaine to your home. alone or not? Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's when it started becoming a problem. Sure. Is when that started happening. Okay, ten right? o'clock. First bumps in. Yeah. 
yeah. friends out. And you're out, you would be What's out of on? it by like midnight. Chicks, right? you'd are you talking out? to chicks? Oh yeah, yeah. Going up confident? Yeah, are, yeah, are no. Doing cocaine as well? Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Those were the ones that you wanted because you had it and those were the ones you would target. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, then it was like, then yeah, you'd just like by midnight, you'd be pulling out another $300 out of the ATM. You'd be buying more drugs. You would be mm-hmm. drinking more and I, yeah, and then you'd go back to your place, and I would do it until, you know, 3, 3 a.m., 5 yeah. a.m., 5 in the morning, and then you'd be shutting it down, and then you would sleep all the next day. And then Feeling you'd wake terrible. up. Yeah, you'd feel like shit, and then yeah. you'd wake up Saturday, and you'd do it all again. Yeah. Just terrible. And you'd, I'd spend, you know, like 500 to $1,000 in a weekend, and then I'd be broke for a week until I got paid again. Then you got paid on the Wednesday, yeah. and then I would party all the weekend again. And then where it became an issue, though, was when I started doing it by myself. See, that's interesting, yeah. So you would do it by, in your house? Yeah, so I'd, get off, work, I'd get off work on Thursday, and I'd be like, mm-hmm. fuck, I got nothing to do till Saturday. And I'd be like, oh, I'll get a little bag. And then you would just do it, and then you would just sit on your computer and just message people on Facebook. And it was terrible. It was like, these are the Emerson darkest times. Facebook. 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 Facebook, yeah. So you, what's up, what's up, just talk? Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. You just talk to chicks, and you just, like, mm. hit on chicks online yeah. the whole time. Yeah. And then what's that's when. Jack off yeah, shit? exactly. Love yeah, it. man. Okay. Yeah. And you get really reclusive. Like, of course. That's what I found. Like, and then as it, as like, you got more into it, you didn't want to be out. You didn't want anyone to see you you didn't want like i just wanted to be at home alone yeah blinds closed with this computer screen in front of me and that was it and then yeah i did that like i struggled on and off with that i was really good in my early years like i tried it at a really young age yeah. first time i ever did it, i think it was 16 or 15 mm-hmm. couldn't even drive yet and then when i turned 18 i was like this is dumb like what are you doing you're an adult now like smarten your shit up and i didn't do it from then until i was about 23 and I got back into it at 23. Well, even though when I got the big money for years, I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. I didn't even, I didn't really care. I didn't drink a lot. I didn't you really like it. Shit, right? uh, yeah, yeah. Because you felt like your life is still going somewhere. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then when you got into the, like, that's something I didn't realize now is like how much my unhappiness led to substance abuse. Of course. Was that I, I thought I was unhappy because I did substances, but it was like, I was... It was, what was it? What am I trying to say here? I thought they that say I addiction. was, they say I thought the substances were making me unhappy, but me being unhappy was making me do substances. Yeah. It's uh, in addiction. They, uh, I watched an interesting, uh, I think it was an article written by somebody who was on Rogan. I didn't want to hear the podcast. I just yeah. saw that she had an interesting opinion about how, no, not an opinion, just the experiments yeah. where uh, the environment where you do your addiction is as important as the addiction itself. Right. And it's very interesting, you know, like that describes the way of like, you know, when uh, like uh, maybe idols are trying to relate to regular drug users. Right. Being like, you know, this is how I got clean. But you don't understand this is a different world, right? Right. You're just like so poor. Right. That it's crippling your addiction, right? Yeah. And you couldn't get out, right? Because you were in that whole of like... Yeah, you just of kept drugs, it was just a cycle. alcohol, and then yeah. also that in, you you were committed to your house. Yeah. yeah. So as soon as I found comedy and I started doing this, then that was where, like, I now had a purpose. My life had meaning and purpose again, and that's what allowed me to overcome it. Yeah. So then I decided to get sober in August when I got cut from the hockey team. Uh-huh. Uh It was actually right before that. It was after my buddy's wedding, and then I was just like, I spent a weekend partying, doing Molly, like doing yeah. mushrooms. What's Molly? Molly MDMA. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I did that for a weekend, and then like I phoned in sick to work the whole next week, 
and I was like, dude, like, I can't keep doing this. Like, I'm going to die or kill myself. Yeah. Like, I, I'm done with this. So then I got sober. I started focusing. I got focused on, I was like, okay, I'm going to play hockey. Got cut. So now it's super defeated. And then I, uh, I had this Australian chick that I met at the wedding. And she actually came and lived with me for two months through August and September. And she quit her. She was going to school to become a teacher. And three years in, she was like, what am I doing? I don't want to be a fucking teacher. See, that's she how quit. teachers don't become teachers. Because <clears throat> you realize what it is. Yeah. And then she like she had a dream of becoming a tattoo artist. And then now she's literally, she's a tattoo artist. And that's what she does. Mm-hmm. And she's amazing. And she uh, she pushed me into comedy. She's like, wow. do more of this comedy, man. Like, do it. Like, that's your thing. And she just made me start every weekend going out and doing shows at our local club at Sonar in Prince George. She like, would be like, no, you're not staying home playing video games. We're going to the comedy club. And I was like, all right. And I'd go and I'd perform. And I started taking it serious. Um, one big thing that changed for me with comedy was I never liked going to do it because I was always hanging out with my friends. So I'd hang out with my friends. We'd be online playing video games. We'd be hanging out. And then what would end up happening was uh, I now had to leave to go to a spot because they, they wanted to know on the Monday. Yeah, if, I'm like that always. If you're going to do spots on the Friday. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck, I don't want to go and leave all my buddies and go down to this club. Like, But then a big thing that changed for me was I realized, I'm like, well, why are your friends your friends? I was like, these guys were all my friends from hockey. That's how I made friends with them. Was mm-hmm. We played hockey and now we're friends. So then I was like, why don't yeah. you try and make friends with comedians? Because I always thought, oh, it'd be so cool if all my friends did comedy and we we're all going down there together and performing. It'd be the best thing in the world. But I was like, why don't you actually just put in some effort and start hanging out with these comics and make friends with them? And then when I started doing that, I started making actual friends who do comedy. Yeah. And then I was excited to go because I was like, oh, this guy's in town or that guy's in town yeah. or this chick's in town. And you wanted to go and hang out with them and see them. So then it was like it was fun. And then comedy became a funner thing for me. Then I started deciding I wanted to take it seriously. And then that's when Simon King started taking me on the road and showing me. And I was losing money. Like, I was paying out of my pocket to go. Like, yeah, he had a gig in, like, Edmonton or something. Well, and I'd be, like, I'd be like, I will fly there and perform and get paid 150 bucks. And it cost me 300 to fly there. Yeah. You know? But then he taught me, like, how to book shows, how, how to do everything. Investment. Yeah. And you then, know, when you go to school, like college, mm-hmm. it's an investment. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Comedy is college. Open micing is college. Yeah, totally. And it's an investment, right? Yeah. Yeah, like I'm coming over here, you know, I'm losing major money being here. Right. But it's an investment to my, to my, like, to your comedy, yeah. To my comedy, to my career. You know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what I did. And then I yeah. started uh, doing that. And then, like, everything just came together, man. Like, so to answer the question that was asked an hour ago, my mental health, I'm doing great, man. Because I've been yeah. mentally prepared for this for so long. Like, so living in an RV, like, okay, so the space, how the space, don't you, do you sometimes get stuck in here? No, I don't notice it at all because I'm out of it a lot. Like, oh, I get what out. What are you, a month in now? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Just, well, that's really early. Yeah, dude. I'm only, this is actually only the end of week three. Like, I got on the road like June 5th. It's June 23rd right now. Okay, what are the first signs of what you did not expect for it to be? Because I've always been so interested in living in an RV. Mm-hmm. So, what's mm-hmm. the first sign where you were like, mother? Uh, well, the big thing is, is that the, the one thing that I'm actually getting done, I'm getting solar panels and battery bank put in I and know, stuff. Yeah, 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 totally. Because I can't watch TV without turning my generator on. So then I'm literally burning gasoline to watch TV or play video games. That's not good. So that, yeah. And I'm like, it's not bad. Maybe it burns it like two liters an hour. That. Yeah. So it's like, it's nice. 
I like like falling asleep to TV or watching TV at the end of my day to like decompress. You know, I'd like put on a stand-up yeah, special. Also, and... also, very lonely in an RV with no TV on. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. It. Uh, You're gonna go in on your head. The lonely thing was I was really prepared for it too because I've been single now for three years, yeah. and that was and what. You got your dog, Finley. Yeah, yeah, dude. That was what I was thinking. I was like, this would be a completely different trip if I didn't have my dog. Mm-hmm. Without a dog, this the whole thing would be way different. Like he makes me so happy, man. Yeah. And it's like just having the freedom like i've never been happier in my life than i am right now in this moment and it's the freedom to do what you want to do like i get to go to bed whenever i'm tired i wake up when i'm not tired and then i just like make a good breakfast no matter where i am i I just turn this on i cook hash browns bacon eggs make a nice breakfast sit down and then I do some work on the laptop. I go to the gym every day. Yeah, a cup of coffee. Wow. I go to the gym every that's day. What I do. And that's I what need I do. to and the thing is the gym is my shower. Mm-hmm. So that's like really motivates you to go to the gym. So I go to the gym every day. Have like I work over like two hours because you're like, what else are you gonna do? And then I come home and then from like one to three I usually do like working stuff, like trying to book gigs and writing and mm-hmm. that type of stuff, promo. And then after that I take Finley to a beach. And we, he goes swimming and I throw the ball with him for a couple hours and you're just like getting to spend time with your dog. And I love it so much, man. Yeah. And so like, I don't know when it, that's going to change. Like, I don't know. I've, the biggest thing I guess I didn't expect to was, uh, this kind of contradicts everything I just said, but how much work, like how driven you are to do the work. So like, I'm on that laptop now, like six hours a day. Yeah. Like you're just like trying to book gigs, trying to think, what could I do to be better? Like I got to promote myself better. I got to put out content. I have to the phoning places. I got to put up pictures. I got to, you're constantly trying to promote yourself because you want this dream to work. So then it, uh, that's the thing. Like I'm, I'm getting stressed out from that. Like just being like, I'm like, Oh, I should be working harder and harder when it's like, this is the opposite of what you wanted. You want to, to relax yeah you know what's the best uh, tip in comedy that i've had mm-hmm. throughout the years one of the best i've had many good ones but, mm-hmm. uh is uh, is uh is like you know to be a good comic takes time takes effort takes pl- like you have to be at mics four or five hours sometimes at nightly and all that shit writing promoting mm-hmm. all that can take time and you can turn into work and all that shit but one of the best advice I got is that you still have to live your life. You know, you're like you're you're in an RV traveling around the country, mm-hmm. right? You're gonna live that life, right? And enjoy that because you know, you'll you at some point what will happen is you will go into a thought. Uh, it just automatically happens because when you're driven, just like I was, and I still am, absolutely, mm-hmm. I work very hard on my craft and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And like uh, my craft's such a dick way to say it. Yeah, yeah. stand up, right? Yeah, no, it's a good way to say it. It's man. Um, you work, 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 work. Time goes past. Years got, start to go past pretty quickly, right? Because yeah. you're always working, always work, always thinking what's the next bit, what's the next bit, what's the next bit. But sometimes, yeah, you don't, you forget to live, enjoy it, right? Right. Because I came here on a mission, you know, I have a, like a like I have one year visa I had here, right, yeah. that, I'm, that is just running out. You know, mentally, I was coming in, I was thinking of myself, I, mentally, I was like, I'm in Estonia, and I'm going to go like Navy SEAL, like through the clouds, yeah. and behind enemy lines, I'm going to yeah. infiltrate the system, yeah. try to make it, come back with information. Yeah. Like I'm on a mission, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, or or like I'm on a college thing, I'm one year college, got to take advantage, yeah, right? yeah, whatever yeah. your mentality is. Right. And, you know. Then it's 
10 months have passed, you know. I haven't even chilled. I haven't gone to a lake. I, mm. I recently went to a lake yeah. house. Yeah, Levi you went McCatchen. out there with yeah, Levi, yeah. Dude, I, I had so, to go. I went to that lake too, my friend. Dude, oh my God, we got to say that. So anyway, yeah, I'm enjoying life and shit. Right. And you have to enjoy it. But, oh, dude, we got to talk about this. So we see each other. Where do we see? Where did I do the game? Kelowna. Kelowna. Awesome room. Yeah, Dakota yeah. Dakota yeah, yeah. yeah awesome, awesome comedy. And also the waitress, when I asked her for food after the show, she yeah. said no, which is my favorite. <laughs> That's my venue. You yeah. say that, I'm in. Yeah. I love it. I was so happy. I was like, yeah. starting ordering beers. Yeah. Um, and... Um, so me and you hung out there. Where I did a show with Levi. Yeah. We drove to Levi's cabin. I mean, it's like a three-hour three drive. Yeah. And you have an RV. Yeah, yeah. What happened was you left your phone in the back seat of Levi's car. We park it. And this, hey, listen to this motherfucker. See, my life and my me and Levi look at each other. We're like, oh, he, we're going to have to mail this. He's going to come to Vancouver to get this. We're going to think of something, right? Right. What you next next day we wake up right? Levi comes to me, you know, with a white face. He goes, "Did you hear something during the night?" Alex McKenzie messaged me. He said he got his phone already and left. More <laughs> like no fucking way. And two of us go like fearing of a poltergeist. We go to the car, open the back door, your phone's gone. And we look at each other. We're like, no. <laughs> That's a six seven hour drive. Yeah. And this is what you did. This motherfucker goes, find my iPhone, which for me, I know when you're a tech guy, you're like, of course, that's what happened. But you have to understand that for me is alien technology. Yeah. <laughs> I've never, I didn't know that it works. like. I thought find my iPhone is like, you get a message where they're like, it's still in Working. the country. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, it's not like, I didn't know that it's like accurate GPS. Yeah. It's oh, in this yeah. guy's pocket. It's like a tracker. It's in this guy's pocket and he's thinking of pussy, so grab it. Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. didn't know it's that accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what you did, you rock up like a vampire in the middle of the night, 4 a.m. or something, and you get a girl with you, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, how, how did you, okay, let's go back. How did you, <laughs> how did you convince her to do that? Uh, we were supposed to hang out. Me and I were supposed to uh, hang out at 10.30. And then you drop. I, well, I lost my phone. Yeah. Right? So I'm looking. I'm like, holy fuck, Candace uh -huh, is waiting uh -huh. for me. I got to be able to get a hold of her. Uh -huh. So then I got to my laptop. I open it up. I do find my iPhone. And I see it going down the highway. Uh -huh. I'm like, oh my God. This thing's fucking gone. <laughs> like, I'm like seeing the car driving You're down like, the... the Pakistanis have uh, yeah. got it. I'm like, fuck, I got to go get this thing. So then I message her. And I'm like, so sorry I lost my phone. Because I got to her at about 11.30. An hour late. And she did message me. Hey, I'm tired. I'm just going to go to bed unless you want to hang out right now. Like, I'm pretty tired. And so I messaged her, I was like, hey, I'm so sorry, I lost my phone, this and that. And uh, she was like, do you still want to hang out? And I was like, you well, I got to get... You take on a six, seven hour road trip. Yeah. I was like, I got to go get How my phone. How good is your dick <laughs> What the hell? Uh, I've never heard of that. Yeah, yeah. I'll go to girls, like, let's get an omelet. They're like, go fuck yourself. Yeah, I don't want to walk you down get, the block. You get a girl across the country on a mission. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you find Levi's car and the rear window is open and you build a device yeah. to get your phone. You know how I had to get it? I had to use, he bought a suction. Rack. Uh, no, it was a, a suction cup thing for your for his phone, the phone uh -huh. holder. Yes. There was a plastic, the wrapping it came in. Uh -huh. So I couldn't reach the phone. So I reached, I grabbed the plastic wrapping and I used it and I scooped it towards the thing and then I had to hook it up. I hooked it into the box and then pulled the box 4 out. 4 a.m. and this it. chick is waiting in the truck? No, so we didn't do it that, we did it in the morning. We did it at 8 a.m. So we drove there. We slept on the side of the road. We spent the night on the side of the road. We pulled over at like 
3.30 or 4 a.m., slept for four hours in the RV, and then fired it back up, drove there, walked down the driveway, grabbed the phone, and then drove back the three, three and a half hours back to Kelowna. And then I dropped her off, and then she went home for a bit. I napped in a Walmart parking lot, and then I picked her back up, and then she came to my show in Penticton, which was another hour away. Look at this guy. Yeah, it was funny, man. It was, I, yeah, it was, it was hilarious. I was like, before I had, before, that would have wrecked my whole weekend. That would yeah. have been like, you're fucked. Like, yeah. what are you going to do? But now, because you have all the time in the world to deal with shit, I'm like, huh, three hours, like, might as well drive there, fucking grab Amazing. it, sleep, drive back. The only thing it did do, it cost me like $200 in fuel. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I was it's looking at the RV. math and I was like, is it cheaper to just buy a new phone? Wow. <laughs> right? You're like trying to crunch the numbers. Wow. If I should just buy a new phone or get like. But it's take about the journey, not yeah. about the destination. Exactly. Right? Yeah, man. Dude, we gotta we, go. You got to get out here, man. You got to go show. to a gig. Yeah. Uh, um, 3rd of July, Rio Theater, please. Yeah. Uh, A-R-I-M-A-T-T-I on uh, social media and shit. Uh, thank you, Alex McKenzie, for having me on. Yeah, man. Thanks for thanks for being here. Make it's sure you guys get out, support Ari Mati. Hey, He's we've run into star. each other three times within the past two months, huh? Yeah, yeah. Not even two months, yeah. probably a month. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, it's been fun seeing you. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm uh, gonna come to Estonia too. Gonna put this RV on a boat, head oh, over yeah, there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll for sure. We're you. gonna get Finley. Yeah, Finn Doggle. We'll get him his passport. Let's chase some rabbits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Take care, people. Thank you.